What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Speaking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John. With me is Daniel Terry. How are you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm getting through it. <laughs> uh, this episode's guest is Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down. Uh, again, you know, we've been saying that we're going to throw some curveballs at you, and uh, I feel like this is one of them. We basically got uh, an email stating that Brad had a new single out, Wicked Man, which is out now, uh, and, you know, had an opportunity to potentially have him on the show. And, you know, I love getting to talk to some people that maybe you wouldn't think would be interesting or, or would be on a show like this. And to me, that's kind of the cool thing about this podcast. Um, you know, I know Dan has kind of taken it to another extreme at times with some of the more extreme bands uh, that he's been into or even some of the more classic bands that he and I grew up on that maybe have kind of been forgotten a little bit. Um, so this podcast is just kind of one where it's it's almost a self-indulgent thing. But I had a lot of fun talking with Brad. I wish it was just a little bit longer. Oh, you would, man. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, he was so, uh, I, I, again, I, I was a little thrown off by just how personable he was because I really didn't know what to expect. It might <laughs> it might totally be me, but when talking with Brad, I really got the feeling and vibe like I was talking to Toby or Matt from Emory. Like, there's just that down south good old boy kind of vibe to him and, uh, you know. I was definitely getting that vibe, yeah. But I mean, like, even that's kind of the thing. I don't know that people who listen to this podcast, actually, you know what, fuck it. I don't even know necessarily what we have created for ourselves as far as a lane, as far as what people expect from the show. With some of the people that listen to the show and some of the publicists and some of the artists that we've reached out to to have on the show, you know, sometimes we run into those issues where people are like, well, we're not a metal or hardcore band. And I kind of want to be like, I don't give a fuck. Do you like, do you want to have a conversation? And, you know, I think you're interesting. I think you, you and I can have an interesting conversation. It doesn't always have to be fucking metal. It doesn't always have to be hardcore. I mean, Yes, when you see something like Brutally Speaking, you assume it's going to be, oh, metal, brutally, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're more than that. I think it's about having a brutally honest conversation. And I feel like that's kind of the thing that a lot of people don't latch on to. And I don't know. Like, I definitely feel like I could have talked to Brad a lot longer. No, it is It is all about a good time, and it's about a lot of fun. Wish we'd have gotten more time. Maybe, uh, maybe there will be a next time. Maybe we'll be able to get a little bit more in there, you know? Yeah, that's definitely something I think if we were to ever have Brad back on that would be a lot of fun is actually getting to have more time with him. Um, you know, I know 15 minutes isn't a whole lot, and that makes these episodes kind of short kind of makes us you know talk a little bit more on either side of it to kind of fill it out a little bit more but you know i think i just got the vibe that you know brad would be kind of one of those people i think and, and i don't know if he drinks anymore i don't think he does maybe he does uh but he seems like the kind of guy i would just be like yo you want to come on have a couple beers we'll do a facebook live thing and we'll just kind of bullshit and have fun because like he seems like one of those personable guys that you would just be able to talk to about anything and i'm sure he has great stories i mean Kind of at the end there when I asked him about, you know, if he had any memories of recording their first record because it's now celebrating 20 years, which, holy shit, makes me feel very old. Uh, I can remember when that was just blowing up all over the place uh, with Kryptonite, basically, on the radio and on MTV and everywhere else. But, uh, you know, him telling that story about basically getting that drum set and, you know, you can kind of still hear the excitement of him recounting the first time he went in to go record and you know for someone that's been in the industry as long as brad has you you sometimes lose that you you get a sense of i don't want to say bitterness or maybe being jaded but you just kind of the the, the business side of everything kind of beat you down a little bit and it's just one of those things it's it's really cool even in a, a very small chunk like this to hear someone that maybe you wouldn't expect to to still be so uh excited about you know creating music and, and creating music 
for the now, not just resting on, you know, something that they did 20 years ago. Um, you know, I think it's kind of cool. And I think it's showcases why I enjoy having different people on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely found in my experience that there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more to making a connection with a person, uh, before you can necessarily make a, make a connection with their music. Um, that, that's always, that, that's the main reason why I listen to podcasts. And uh, it's just to kind of get a better uh, a better sense of the person that I'm talking to, and uh, to get a better sense of you know what is actually driving the music. Because I feel like once you make that personal connection, then that's what you're kind of looking for uh, whenever you go into the music, regardless of the genre. Absolutely, I think that's a, a really great point you bring up. Um, you know, this episode isn't too long, and I always never know where to cut these off on the intro outro things to not feel like we're also just wasting someone's time to get to the good stuff so let's uh get to the good stuff and get into my conversation with brad arnold of three doors down we'll talk to you on the other side of it Uh, heads up um, basically had some connection issues with the interview uh, so the first question I asked Brad uh, kind of jumps in right toward the end of it actually being answered which question was is there any more music going to be written for this solo thing um, and where he's at with the project basically so let's get into the conversation with Brad so yeah we'll see what see what's, um, what's to come afterwards but we've been writing some more and uh, not necessarily the, the same type songs but man we've never really aimed at a kind of songs are right you know we always kind of write whatever comes out so but we've we've been writing a couple more too and and uh so hopefully we get to put those out maybe maybe before too long we'll see how they turn out first <laughs> you know it was kind of interesting is you know working with uh your bandmate greg upchurch uh on this song and with him you know kind of creating the the music for it uh based on what i've read um, how did you find working on this project uh, with him and kind of going forward? Will you kind of be working collaboratively, uh, him as a producer and so forth, uh, on the rest of everything? Or are you going to go more actual solo? Um, you know, I think that, I mean, well, he and I have done the rest of the writing on the, uh, the other couple that we've been working with. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I might be kind of open to whatever. Um, I've got a couple more guys that I, that I enjoy uh, well, I, not a couple. I have one more guy that I enjoy writing with, <laughs> and uh, I've worked with him a couple times, and and he produces and does some good stuff too, and and uh, um and haven't worked with him in years, but um I'd like to go back and maybe revisit uh, my buddy Marty Fredrickson and and do some stuff with him too. I I, I was just sending him a message on Instagram a month or so ago, and and uh, yeah, he done the new that new Daughtry song. That's a really great. That's a new. That's a good new song he put out. And, um, but Marty's a great writer. You know, he's wrote a bunch of Aerosmith stuff and, and, uh, and, and, and done a lot of stuff. But, um, but he's the only other person that I'd be, I'm kind of down with, you know, because man, it's hard to find somebody that you, I mean, you know, you can sit down and write a song with somebody, but I don't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, and to sit down and write in a song, uh, that ain't good. After you do it a few times, it's kind of like having a bunch of bad girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? You just don't want to do it anymore. You kind of find a kind of a couple of good friends and you kind of stick with them. <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, I I enjoy writing with Greg a lot because um, Greg and I Greg is a way better musician than I am. But 
at the same time, he and I see music the same way. And so it really worked good because I can tell him, you know, sometimes, I, and I don't read music and stuff. I'm better than I, uh, better than I was. And I can chicken pick out stuff on the piano, but I can't like all like get all pretty and cordy with it or nothing, but I can convey an idea. And Greg can, can pick them up because not everybody can pick up an idea the way that I kind of convey them because I'm not that wonderful at it, you know? And he just gets it. And you either kind of do or you don't. And, and Marty's the same way. Um, and those two guys, I, I like working with both of them. And, um, and, and, and being that, you know, I've never wrote with Greg really too much before. I mean, not that it hadn't wrote, because he's, he's worked on the last several Three Doors Down records. Um, and, um, but at the same time, I've never like just wrote specifically with him. So he's, we're right now almost out of a different whale, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And his guitar licks and stuff like that, and the, and just kind of coming at it at a different angle. Then it kind of changes the sound a little bit, but it ain't. So, but he knows what, who I am, you know, and and uh, he knows kind of my style, and so he's not going to come with something that's in, you know so far out in in the outfield. It's like, wait a minute, you know, um, and not that, he, but but at the same time, we ain't never really said that anything is out of bounds. We'll try anything if, if it sounds dumb, um, you know, it, it sounds dumb, but. Uh, you gotta, you know, you always got to trust them. Absolutely. You know, you had kind of said in the press release for Wicked Man that this solo project will allow you to showcase more of you um, outside of what you've been known for uh, in Three Doors Down. You know, obviously with this being the first sampling of what we're kind of getting from you as a solo artist, what what are you trying to, I don't want to say achieve because that sounds like it's pre-planned, but what are you, what are you excited to try to do uh, vocally or even lyrically that you haven't been able to showcase in Three Doors Down that, you know, for the fans of you? You know, I think, I think maybe just more of doing it without any pressure about it. You know what I mean? Of like, because, you know, when you go through the whole process of doing it, and it's as much as, a, as an allowance of the digital age as it is a solo project. You know, be, be a little, like, I was talking about earlier with someone, we just wrote this song, literally, man, this song wasn't, was not a song. And I, I wrote it, and the lyrics kind of snowballed. Greg wrote the music probably three months ago, and he sent it to me, and it just he just recorded it in his garage band, and and uh, sent it to me, and I had it on my phone. I listened to it several times, kind of got it in my head. And then, man, I, I enjoy just, I mean, I have a towel shower, and everybody sings in the shower. And that's where <laughs> I, I mean, that's where I come up with a lot of ideas at, man. I just stand in the shower and sing. And uh, because I, yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> you got like built in reverb and everything. Um, but anyway, that, that, uh, those lyrics are probably at least a month worth of sitting up, sit, standing in the shower singing. And this little tidbits kind of start falling together. And, uh, um, but with all that being said, as a finished song, that song wasn't a song a month ago. And like in the digital age, man, you can, we had that song out and that was, that was JP having to set up all the platforms and stuff and get them ready for me to even be able to like launch it. Now, I mean, I can put out a song, we can record it today and put it out tomorrow. You know, I mean, it's, it's or, or a week from now. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about being able to, to just put songs out like pressure free. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, cause honestly, man, I just want people to hear them. I just want, I, that was the thing about Wicked in of putting it out. I just, you know, we've done it very, we recorded it very simply and done it on our own, on our own dime and just went and put it out because it was just a song that I believe in. And I just want people to hear it. And, and when I come, when we have another song that I want people to hear, we'll do it again. 
you know, and I don't really have any like time constraints, but at the same time, we have plenty of time. And, and it was also very therapeutic release of, of just getting, getting back to doing something I love to do. I mean, I live on a farm and, and during all this downtime, I've just been cutting trees and, and cutting tree lines and, and mowing grass. And I was ready to write a song. <laughs> I was just ready, to, ready to get back to some music. And it was, man, it was a perfect release. And just watching all the things around in the world right now and just realizing that that ain't the workings of the people that you're seeing right there on the surface. That's the working of some back, of some behind the curtains individuals. And, uh, and that's what this song's about, you know? And, and, uh, and not every song is going to be a big, uh, a, like a, I don't know, a, a big society based something or whatever, you know, but I, you know, I have, I have a couple songs that some cool, just little love songs that, that I would like people to hear. And I have a couple that, I'm not going to say that they're country because they're, they're not country. They're, but they're kind of like, I don't know, songs you listen to right down the road. They're not necessarily like a rock song, but I wouldn't call them a There's country. Classic. I would refer to as country. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, kind of classic rock and sort of, and, um, just good feeling songs. And, and, um, and you know, and some of those might wind up being three doors down songs, but these that I have in my head right now, they're, they're songs that I want people to hear, but they just don't really, they don't have a, a genre that they fit into, I don't suppose. So it'd be, I mean, I can, I can even sit here and tell you what they are. Um, but they, I mean, they're not outlandish or anything. They just kind of, you know, there's certain kind of songs that it's hard to put your finger on what they are. But, and, you know, just having this allows me to just put them out and let people hear them. Do you feel the immediacy of being able to kind of now have the freedom to put out something without it necessarily being under... Uh, a label structure of here's the you know two month rollout of the album announcement and then the videos you got to make and you know planning everything around a tour. Do you find that actually to be like so much more stress free to just be like I'm gonna put this out see what it does? Absolutely, absolutely. Because it takes I know that it's still there, but it takes like it takes the business out of the music business. You know what I'm saying? Kind yeah. of, or you know what I mean? Like that that kind of thing. And now. Now, JP would definitely disagree with you because he's just, he's just business, business, but I don't. But for me, on my end, it's absolutely, it's like put the song out without worrying about it, you know? Because, I mean, it, because without a big, like, I, I don't know. It, it just takes the pressure off. And because when you when you put a year or so into, like, making a record and, you know, it involves so many people and involves like really big budgets and, and, and then it doesn't take long for those budgets to run up and you can do it a lot better and a lot cheaper than you, than you could then right now. But nonetheless, it still doesn't take long. I mean, to it, it, you spend a lot of money recording a bunch of songs and it's cool to just be able to like, be like, all right, I like this one. Let's go spend a couple thousand dollars and record it. Put that joker out, you know, and it don't matter if he doesn't make a couple thousand dollars. I just want people to hear it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, but man, ain't that the, but ain't that, uh, that's why we started making music. That's, uh, you know, that's why I started making music because I wanted my buddies to hear songs. I, I never, I was never into like music for, for you know, everybody's really gotten bands or girls or whatever. I was always just about, man, I always enjoyed playing music and always wanted to write songs my friends like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of the last question I have for you before having you plug uh, socials and all that kind of stuff. Uh, speaking to playing music with your your friends, 
it's uh it's been two decades since uh the better life came out i mean you guys just celebrated the 20th anniversary back in february if i'm not mistaken do you have a quick memory of writing that record and when it came out absolutely man uh the better life and we we're celebrating our 20 20 year anniversary over this year and, and we had a whole big tour planned around it and we're just gonna hopefully just move that a calendar year into next year but man having wrote that song and and remembering writing that song with uh with my friends and uh, one of whom now is 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 gone. Uh, I you know when I listen to those songs, they bring. I was talking about it with Greg the other day. I was like, you know, sometimes I like to go back and just listen to Better Life Record because I remember so much. I mean, you know, we're from down in South Mississippi, and I, I remember leaving home and going up to Memphis, and I've never even really left home. And I was only 20 years old when we made that record, or 21, and uh, I'm, uh 20 or 21, one of the other, but uh, and going up there and. And I've never even been in a in like a like a nice studio. And uh I'm and I, I played the drums on that record. And so I remember the record company told me I could have like any drums that I wanted. Like everybody, any drums that you want. And I walked in an artist studio up in Memphis in this big old nice studio and I mean I probably I was probably dragging my jaw around on the floor anyway. <laughs> and and uh walking around there in awe and I walked into the live room and there's such a big freaking gnarly set of custom maple DW drums, like no finish on them, just bare wood. And I was like, I want those. And the dude said, well, that's the rental set. And I was like, I got no, 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 no. So I said, I could have any set I wanted, and I want those. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so I just bought the rental set. It's still upstairs in my house right now. And I'm, I, I just played on them yesterday. I was going to play on them from today. Um, but all the memories of making those records, of making that record, that was one of the last records that you'll hear also in this day and age, it was actually recorded on two-inch tape. Mm. And it was mixed on Pro Tools, but it was put back to two-inch tape. And, you know, now, uh, you know, now I've mixed on Pro Tools or uh, on Pro Tools or any digital format, you just mess up or you just go back and fix that one little spot. Right. On, on two-inch, like when you're recording on real tape, when you messed up on the drums, you had to go back and play the whole song over again. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't think I was ever going to get that record recorded. But, uh, but so, uh, yeah, man, it was full of some really great times and, and a lot of first time memories on that, uh, on that record. Dude. It was, a uh, it seems like it was so long ago in some ways. And then in some ways it seems like it was yesterday. Absolutely. Well, this has, uh, been a lot of fun chatting with you for a little bit. Um, where can everyone find you or, uh, anything you would like to plug online? You can find me on, uh, Brad three doors down on Instagram and, um, Find the Three Doors Down on Instagram or Facebook or any of those things as well. The BetterLifeFoundation.org is our charity uh, is our charity organization, and we have uh, this going into our this would have been our 14th year. We're skipping it this year, and first year we even had to skip it. Um, our, uh, no, this is going into our 15th year, I think. Um, but uh, is the, we started that foundation down in South Mississippi to to benefit uh, children's charities and homeless shelters and and military associations and things of that nature and special needs homes. And uh, we've we've grown it to around the southeast region and and on throughout the nation and done a couple of international things as well. So it's a really good uh, organization if anybody wants to uh, to help out there. And and uh, man, I'm incredibly thankful for you having me today. And I'm thankful for every single person out there listening and that has supported us over the years. And I could not tell you thank you enough times. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and looking forward to hearing some new music hopefully soon. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So that was my conversation with Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down. 
I had a lot of fun talking to him. Like I said in the intro, I think that is a dude that if you get a couple beers, sit down with him, that dude will have great fucking stories and just be able to, you know, entertain you and just have a great conversation with. Um, I'd love to have that dude back on at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, and I feel like he would tell them in the most entertaining fashion uh, that he possibly could. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, we keep reiterating that, you know, Brad probably has just great stories. And I'm looking forward to actually hearing maybe some of the other interviews he had been doing on that day. Because like I said, you can just hear it in his voice. He was down to talk. He had great stories, you know, was pretty cool about talking about some three doors down stuff, which sometimes during these kind of press things, guest isn't always really wanting to talk about, you know, the thing he's more known for. He wants to keep it focused on on this, but maybe with having one song it's a little bit harder to do that plus the connection with greg basically being involved in this maybe it makes it a little bit easier but you know i I've, honestly and i always <laughs> feel kind of weird to say this i feel like i feel like maybe brad should just have his own podcast um i feel like that dude you know like i said he's been in the streets for so long and some of the opportunities he's gotten to have I feel like just have allowed him to probably have amazing stories of, you know, we played this radio festival with so-and-so, or we did this USO tour with so-and-so, and it was just one of those things where, you know, this happened, and you're probably just going to sit there with your jaw on the floor with the names and people that he's, you know, played with, that you're just like, yeah, holy shit, keep telling me more, I, I want to hear more of these stories, you know, it's... uh I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. Like sometimes I, I love passionate people, and I love people who uh, you know come on the show and just have a good time. Um, so I want to thank Brad again for for taking the time, uh, ending his day basically with us. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna kind of wrap this up because uh, we have we're gonna go live with Phil Labonte uh, over on our Facebook Live thing. So we're gonna kind of wrap this up because we're running out of time. Um, if you would like to follow Brad, you can find him at. Facebook at Brad Arnold Official, Instagram at Brad Three Doors Down, and Twitter at Brad Three DD. Uh, again, Wicked Man is out now, and uh, yeah, it's simple enough. And simply enough, Dan will tell you where he can be found online. Yeah, it can be found at discussmetal.com. You can send me an email at discussmetaldan at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitch under discussmetaldan. I stream twice a week. You guys should check that out. But uh, yeah, so I'm all over the place on Twitter. Diaries say that it's fine. Tweet me. And if you would like to keep up with all things this podcast, it's simple enough. You can go to our central hub at brewspeakpod.com. Literally anything you want to know about this podcast is there. Even send you links to some of our friends like Discography Discussion, like the Talk to Me podcast, like Good Company with Bowling, which I should be next week's episode as of when you're hearing it. So uh, maybe you guys be on the lookout for that and... I guess you can see me uh, talking to Scott Bowling in his house, which is pretty fucking rad. I uh, would love to uh, maybe link up with Dan and go down there and uh, hang out with Scott at the very least, maybe do an episode again. But with all that said, basically, it is a great avenue to find everything this podcast, all the avenues, channels, whatever you possibly could want. They are there. Uh, speaking of being there is our sponsors. They are always there for us, even during these tough times. If you were able to support our sponsors, that would be greatly appreciated. We want to send out uh, much thanks to the Bean Bastard Coffee. They just opened their brick and mortar, so congratulations to those guys for doing such an awesome job of just, you know, continuing to build their dream to being uh, more than they probably ever expected. So definitely one of those inspirational stories. We also want to thank On Point Palmade. Keep your beard and hair looking on point. Head on over to onpointpalmade.com. Use our code BSP15 and get 15% off your total purchase order. And last but not least is rockabilia.com. They have over 500,000 items in their online store. Pretty much any band you could possibly ever ever think of they probably got it even some bands that you probably have forgotten about 
They probably got those two. Um, but it's not just music. It's also pop culture. It's also movies, TV shows, and so forth. And the great thing is, since they're officially licensed through the bands and the other avenues, uh, you never have to worry about the integrity of the products you're getting. You know they're not going to fall apart or fade after one washing, like some of the things you get from places like, you know, an eBay or whatever. Uh, and that's great. And if you use our code, BREW15, you get 15% off your total purchase order. And that's great, too. So head on over to rockabilly.com and pick you up some awesome swag. Let them know that we're sending you. And thanks to all of our sponsors for sponsoring us. And for the Brutally Speaking Podcast, I am John. And I'm Dan. We will talk to you all next time.